welcome back. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Fun Sexual Podcast with your girl, Majesty, where I talk body positivity, sex positivity, kink positivity for all from the mind and the mouth of a my potty white queen. I'm kidding, y'all. <laughs> it's episode four of the Fun Sexual Podcast. Oh, man, if y'all can see the setup I got today, when I say rinky-dink, I mean straight-up jank, okay? But we ain't talking about that today. We talking about sex toys today. <laughs> um, Initially, this episode was going to be all about sex toys, but I felt like I couldn't talk about toys without also talking about masturbation because the two, they go hand in hand. So, if y'all ready, we're going to kick it off. <laughs> Oh, man. Where do I even start? I am a fan of toys. I love sex toys. I actually got my first toy freshman year in college. That was back in 2011, the best year to ever do it, you know? Um, <laughs> let me stop, but but also very serious. Anyway, um, me and my friends, me and some of my girlfriends would end up in the Greenwich Village quite frequently. We're going back a lot, getting like piercings and some people getting tattoos and just to hang out and just be away from school because it was so easy to get there from where I went to college. But I digress. Anyway, in the Greenwich Village, there's a bunch of tattoo shops and there's a bunch of like sex toy shops. So I popped in there, 17, 18 years old, and got my first sex toy. And it was a bullet, and it was one of those uh, battery-operated bullets that had the string, and it had the little remote that had just, like, a little dial on it. And, man, when I tell you my little Bing was going crazy with that little toy. I mean, crazy. I thought I, was, I thought I was doing something. Little did I know that just a couple years later, shit would get crazy. <laughs> Um, I wasn't really into, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me today, y'all. <laughs> um, it's the edible. Um, I wasn't really into, uh, penetrative toys and it actually took me a little while to get into penetrative toys because it also kind of took me a while to get into like penetrative sex and being able to really, I don't want to say enjoy penetrative sex, but to be able to, to, to orgasm and, and get the full, feel the full and all of that of penetrative sex. It took me a while to get there. So I was definitely a stimulation girl for a, a, a long time. Um, so that's what my toys in the beginning looked like. A lot of like vibrator, um, a lot of wands. I really didn't have anything actually that went inside of me until more recently now that I think about it. But that's a different conversation. I have a, a large toy collection and my toy collection actually probably doubled during COVID. Like, I, you know, I live alone, um, you know, and I was trying to abide by the social distancing. So I wasn't having sex. So I was buying hella toys, hella toys. It was crazy. I was getting sometimes two, two deliveries a week with new toys. And, but the beautiful thing about my toy collection is that most of my toys were actually free, free 99 and I'm about to put y'all on because y'all can get them too okay so on Amazon um I buy a lot of my toys on Amazon just because you know two-day shipping and it's easy um but also because I get free ones <laughs> but <laughs> um 
you when you buy a toy, a lot of times inside of the packaging, there's like a little brochure. And that company will say in there, if you read through them, don't just throw that shit out. It'll say, if you want to review toys, hit us up, you know, this way or whatever. So you hit up the company and basically what they do, they'll send you an option of a couple different toys and they'll tell you to pick a toy and then you send them your PayPal um, email address and they'll send you the money for the toy. You you, You add the toy to your cart, screenshot the price, send it to them. They send you money through PayPal and you buy the toy and then after two or three days they want you to review the toy they want you to give it a five-star review um and then they hit you up again and ask you if you want to review another toy so doing that over the last i've been doing that for about two years now i've gotten uh, like a lot of my toys have been got that way um i haven't paid for my toys so um just you know putting y'all on a little something real quick so if somebody hit you up on your in, in your inbox on twitter or instagram and ask you to review toys or getting free toys they might be telling the truth um you know I don't know how ethical that is as far as the reviews goes, but free toys. So, anyway. <laughs> There's a lot of different types of toys out there. Um, and then with all the different types, then there are combination types of toys. There's, there's so many sex toy options out there. Like, I hear men all the time say, oh, all the good toys are for women. There aren't many good things for men. Um, there are some pretty pretty decent looking things out there for men. And it's not about having a whole bunch of different types of toys. It's like, does this feel different from your hand? Yes. So why not have this in your repertoire? I don't I don't understand because I would have all types of things to stick if I dick in if I had one that was attached to my body. Anyway, <laughs> um, some of the types of different toys are um insertables so like dildos and plugs um electric ones um vibrators and things like that some of them are battery powered and some of them are rechargeable i am a huge fan of rechargeable toys i will never buy on purpose a battery powered toy ever again because it just doesn't make sense like rechargeable is just rechargeable is just the easiest way to do this um, there are toys that vibrate. There are wearables. Um, so there are the panties that vibrate and shit like that. They got, um, the, you know, the p- things that you can control from a distance. It vibrators that somebody can control uh, across the country because it sets up the Wi-Fi. They got things with the Bluetooth, things with remotes. They got bondage toys, ropes and cuffs and restraints. There are different types of strokers for for penises, flashlight, flashlight, pocket pussy, sleeves, things shaped like pussies, things shaped like whole torsos, whole fucking body things. There are suction toys, ones for your nipples and the ones that's like a vacuum tube for the dick and then there's the clit sucker toys, which are amazing. And then there are like... The thruster toys, so things like fuck machines and drill dildos, which is like a sawzall with a dildo attached, and then there are dildos themselves that extend and thrust when they're inside of you, and then it got beads that spin, and then there's a lot of different types of toys out there. There's like nipple clamps, and then there's like the impact toys, and then, you know, the best toys of all, all reliable, we got five fingers on each hand. Those are, those are toys as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you listen. And sometimes, sometimes the fingers come in handy. Let me tell you. I was at a hotel 
for work. And usually when I go on work trips, I do pack a vibrator with me because sometimes I'll be away for a couple days at a time and I'm not doing a whole bunch of anything. Anyway, I need to be nice to these people, so I need to get my rocks off a little bit. Um, so I didn't pack a toy this time. Don't know why. Very stupid on my behalf. And I was like, dang, I'm going to have to use my fingers. And I hadn't done that in a while. And I did. And I was like, shit, this is... This is cool. All right. So, you know, don't don't sleep on your fingers because the fingers, they get the job done. Anyway, if y'all can't tell, I get excited when it comes to sex toys. I love sex toys. Like, I love sex toys by myself. When I'm masturbating, I love sex toys. When I'm playing with a partner, like, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy toys. But if I had to say my top three must-have toys, personally, number one, is going to be a clit sucker. Some type of clit sucker toy, like the satisfier type or like the womanizer type clit sucking toys. Love. Absolutely love that toy. Um, another one would have to be a vibrating butt plug. I just started getting into anal play less than a year ago and I really like it. Something about having that extra sensation and I like it when I'm doing other things so like I'll have a butt plug in and have like you know maybe something on my clit too like it's something about having that fullness there while there's something else going on that I really really enjoy but and then the vibrating butt plug make it so much nice anyway vibrating butt plug and then the third must have I would say is some type of dildo and no, you know it don't have to be nothing that's crazy long and then, again this is me personally it don't have to be nothing that's crazy long but something that's nice and thick I have a dildo right now and it's my favorite dildo and it actually might be my second favorite after this new one I just got but it is it has for like foreskin like stretchy skin it's it's very skin like this is the most realistic dildo I've ever had and something about the way the skin feels when I use it this is one that I, I use personally on myself something about the way the skin feels when I use it I love this dildo I hate the fact that it is white I don't buy white dildos. I hate the fact that it is white. Like, it's pink. I can't stand it. But this is, listen, what's his name? I'm, I got to get Dylan be getting a job done. I'm going to name him Dylan. <laughs> Dylan be doing, Dylan the dildo be doing it that. Anyway, <laughs> those are my top three must-haves. Now, having, having toys is um, it's all great, but there are two things that you really need to know about having toys. One is how to clean your toys, and two is how to store your toys, okay? Cleaning your toys is, is super important for obvious reasons. Um, you can get UTIs, you can get BV, yeast infections, you can be swapping STDs with, you know, using your toys on other people. You could be putting, you know, booty things and the cootie things and stuff. Like, you just, you want to make sure that you're cleaning your toys. So, always clean your toys when you first get them. When you first receive them from whatever warehouse, you don't even know where they came from. I don't know where they came from. Always just do a really good cleaning of your toys before you use them. Don't just pop them out the box and just throw it on there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you also want to clean them after you use them. You know, it's crazy that I'm saying this, but some people don't. They use them, they put them away in their nightstand and pull it back out and use it. Like, clean your toys. And when you're cleaning them, you want to use um, antibacterial or and or toy cleaner I do both when I use a toy let me tell you how I usually do it and I'm not saying this is the right way but this is what I do I use a toy usually at night because I'm trying to put myself to sleep right and then 
I will sit it on my nightstand. And then when I wake up in the morning, I'll take it in the bathroom and I'll rinse it with warm water. Depending on the type of toy, I'll rinse it with warm water. Then I'll take some antibacterial hand soap and I'll do a nice cleaning. And then I take the toy cleaner and clean it and then I set it out to dry. Um, that's how I clean my toys for the most part. Um, you want to make sure you're getting in the crevices. If the, toys does, if the toy does have crevices, you want to make sure that you're like really getting in there. Um, and then you, if it is, um, if it is glass or like Pyrex or silicone or stainless steel and it's not motorized, you can boil it to sanitize it or you can put it in a dishwasher, really up to you. I, I do boil some of my toys, especially things like my sounding um, rods that I use on my boys or um, I have a glass dildo that I like to use. Those are toys that I definitely boil, um, you know, to, to really give them a, a good cleaning. But if it has a motor, you don't want to boil it, obviously. You want to just wipe it clean. Again, use an antibacterial and toy cleaner just to make sure you're wiping it clean really well. Um, and then drying it good. Um, and also, another thing that I like to do, which makes the cleaning of toys so much easier, is using condoms. Especially if you're sharing, it's so much easier to just use condoms and make sure everything is good. Some of my toys that I use on myself, I use condoms on some of my own toys that I use on myself. When I use my toys on my boys, I use I put condoms on them um, just because it's easy. I don't have to worry so much about it. I'm still going to clean it after, but it just makes the cleanup a, a whole lot easier. Something else that is important to know is storing your toys. How, like how you store your toys is, is really important. I used to leave them in the boxes that they came in and put all of those boxes into a suitcase. Recently, those boxes were really just taking up a whole lot of space in the suitcase. Like the suitcase was ripping at the seam. So I bought some little pouches and took them out of the boxes and put them in the pouches and put all of those in the, in, in the suitcase. Now, that was a good idea in theory, but where I fucked up is that now these little satin pouches, I can't see through them, so I got to feel each, when I want a specific toy, I got to feel each bag to try to find what I'm looking for. So I got to figure out a better system. I haven't found the, the right system to store my toys yet. But you want to make sure when you are storing your toys that they're they're completely dry after you wash them or whatever. Make sure that they're dry because you don't want mold or mildew or something, and you definitely don't want to be putting mold or mildew in, in and on your body purposely. Uh, <laughs> something else is storing your toys separately because some materials react when in contact with one another. Um, I have a little story about that. Actually, Dylan the dildo, um, and Tyrone the dildo. <laughs> yes, I have a dildo named Tyrone. He's a black dildo. Um, and he, I don't know the different types of material that they are, but Dylan the dildo is, is more, is a very like fleshy like material where Tyrone is very more like um just kind of like rubbery and when those two touch each other I stored them together when those two touch each other it made Dylan the dildo it made the the the, the material like melt a little bit it got like kind of like in in certain spots where they were touching it got like melty and like tacky it, it was kind of weird but I realized that those two don't interact well together so I keep them far apart from each other and and I store them I make sure that I store them separately and so I do that with all of my, my dildos and all of those types of toys because I, I just don't want that to happen again. Something else that I personally do 
with my dildos, especially the flesh-like ones, is I sprinkle them after I wash them and they're dried. I, like, I'll leave them to dry for like a day on my bathroom counter. I'll take baby powder with cornstarch and I'll just sprinkle it over it and just rub it into it. And it, I mean, it'd be looking ashy, but those, especially the ones that are like really skin-like, they can get kind of tacky. And so the, the baby powder keeps it from like sticking to things. And then I'll still store that into one of my little pouches or something like that. So those are just some little things that I like to do um, just to make my toys last for a while because... Your toys can last for a while if you clean and store them properly. They won't last forever, obviously. At some point, you have to just throw certain toys away. But you can make them last for a while if you take really good care of them. And uh, I want my toys to last because I really, I really, I love my toys. I really, really do. Funny story. Um, when I was living in North Carolina, I had a boo back in New Jersey, where I'm from. And so... I was on the plane, going to visit him, and um, I, you know, I, I load up the plane, got my my carry on bag, throw the joint right up at the top, sit down, put my headphones in, so the rest of the plane can load. So, as I'm sitting there listening to my music, got my headphones in, I kept noticing that as people were walking past my seat on the plane, they would like look around, look around, and like keep it moving. But I, you know, I noticed it, but I didn't really pay too much attention to it. <laughs> So a few minutes later, a stewardess comes over. She was like, excuse me, um, is your bag up there? And I was like, yeah. She was like, there's something vibrating in there. I was like, oh, it's my phone. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Okay, young and dumb. But anyway, I was so embarrassed. My wand, it was a fucking wand. My wand was just buzzing, just buzzing in the overhead bin. So... Don't be like me. Don't do not do what I do. Like, I, I don't even know how to prevent that. Like, make sure not, nothing can hit it, you know. It wasn't battery. It was rechargeable, so I, you can't take the batteries out. But, like, yeah. Fun times. I've said it several times already, and I'm going to say it several more times because I'm trying to let y'all know. I love toys. I'm, I was a kid that enjoyed toys, and now I'm an adult that enjoys adult toys. I love toys. They make everything so much more fun. That's why it's called a toy, obviously. Anyway, <laughs> I like to play with toys by myself. I do enjoy masturbating, and I do enjoy my toys. But I really, really enjoy playing with toys with a partner because it just, it just adds another layer on top of this cake that we are just fucking in. <laughs> and it just makes it fun. So toys are actually like a normal part of, of sex with my partners. Um, usually in foreplay, there's a lot of toys involved in foreplay. Um, let me say this. My sex is not, my sex is, has definitely evolved. It does not look like the way it looked um, back when I was younger um and inexperienced my sex now is i feel like it's like a layered thing there's a lot that a lot more that goes on in in sex and foreplay there's a lot of toys i like to use a lot of toys during foreplay uh, toys for me toys for my partner um which is, is part primarily men so you know toys for the for the guys too um, but it just, it enhances the sensations that you might have going on. It gives you a different type, completely different type of sensation. Certain, certain sensations, um, your body can't just give, you can't, you can't vibrate as fast as my fucking bullet can. So like, let's get the bullet. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take anything away from you. It doesn't take anything away from me. It just, it's an, it's an added thing into this, this really fun 
situation that we got going on. And sometimes it's really nice to use for just aesthetics. Like butt plugs look good, you know? You pull down the pants and you go get ready to bust it open. You see a pink little diamond just glistening in her booty hole. Like what? Butt plugs are lit. <laughs> and they're so cute. Like so sometimes some toys are really for for aesthetics and why not? Like you can you got some back shots going on, and you're like bling, black back shot, bling, back shot, bling, back shot, bling. Why not? Damn. <laughs> I mean, I'm an exhibitionist. And so if I'm putting on a show, like I'm gonna make it a I'ma make it a show. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, why not throw a little butt plug in your booty? Or like, you know, sometimes I like to really put on a show and I'll just, you know, open my legs and start masturbating, grab a toy or something, start masturbating and just make somebody watch. And they can't touch me. They can only watch. I've been I've been known to do that before. And it's fun. I definitely highly recommend that. There was a, <laughs> this summer, there was a situation, um, I had a little function with some friends and I was in my room masturbating and we had an open door policy. So since the door was open, um, you know, anybody could come in. And so I was in there masturbating. I had my little clit sucker toy going in on little clitty. I had another little toy. It was like a, a, a vibrator that had like a little bend in it. So it like just like caresses like your G-slash. It's lit. Um, <laughs> I had, you know, both of them toys going. And uh, somebody walked in there and he looked at me. He was smiling. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> um, when he looked at me in the doorway, he was smiling. And then he came in and, like, like laid on the bed. And just, like, his face was inches away from my vulva. And he was he was just in there. He was watching it like, like it was his favorite show. Like, he was ready to bring out the popcorn. And then... Um, he grabbed the toy that I had inside of my vagina, like the the vibrator, while I was still holding on to the one that was on my clit. And he took it and he just started, um, you know, moving it in and out, in and out, in and out. And um, that was that was that was really fun. Oh my God, that was really fun. And I could just like watch as his eyes were like lighting up every time I would have an orgasm. Like his his eyes would just like light up and he would just look at me. Like he was so proud of me. And it was just, it was it was fun. It was just like a really nice bonding moment between us. Um, this is a partner that I that I still play with and, and thoroughly enjoy. It was just, it was something a little different from what we typically do. It was really intimate. It's very vulnerable. Having somebody's face that close to your genitals, um, for me, it's sometimes it's, it's, it's a little bit intimidating. Um, you know, because my vagina, my vulva doesn't look like these white bitches with the, the pink hairless, you know, baby doll pussy. My, my vagina doesn't look like that. Uh, so, or my vulva, excuse me, my vulva does not look like that. So I, it's, it's a very vulnerable thing to have somebody there and their face is not like eating it. So like, but he's like just watching it and it was, it was fun. It was really enjoyable. And I think that that is something um, important to do or to understand because now he knows he he understood what it take what it took to make me have an orgasm and it's important to me that the people that I am having sex with are invested in my pleasure and invested in my orgasm because at the end of the day 
I'm doing all of the, you know, I have sex because I want to, I want to enjoy it. I want to be sexually satisfied. And so my partner should be invested in my orgasm the same way that I am invested in their orgasm and not even just in their orgasm, but invested in their, um, in their pleasure because sex is not one size fits all one, what works for one person isn't necessarily going to work for the next person. So you really have to be one-on-one with your um, with your partners and just understand what it is that they like, you know, what it is that's going to make help them come. And for me, in my experience, like you can either be a selfless partner, sex partner, or you could be a selfish sex partner. And I, it works best for me when when because I'm a I'm a sex I'm a selfless sex partner. And so it works best for me when my partner is also selfless. Like we are taking care of each other and at the end of it we are both fulfilled. Um because when when you start getting selfish and you start just worrying about your nut like it's not that's not fun for anybody. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel good. It don't it's just not it's just not the same. And if you're going to start getting selfish, then I'm going to get selfish. I'm going to turn your ass right into a dildo. I'm going to ride your dick till I come and then I'm going to be done. And who who was that fun for? That wasn't that wasn't really fun for anybody, but I digress. All I'm saying is I don't mind teaching somebody um what I enjoy. And and I like for people to actually do the same for me. Um, I, like show me what you enjoy. Tell me what you like so that I can make sure that I'm pleasing you because what are we doing this for? We're doing this so that we can have fun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you need to know that yourself. You need to know what it is that is going to make you come. What is, what is, what, what is it? Not even it's going to make you come because I, I hate, I hate it when we base sex or masturbation or anything off of like if somebody came sometimes sex is enjoyable and you don't come and that's okay but you know but what what feels good to you and i think that that's really important to just to know like what what is it that feels good for you you know there are <laughs> as i started thinking about this episode um there are so many words for masturbation and so some of the words i, and I wrote these down some of the words that i like to use are like i love flicking my bean diddling my skittle you know me time jerking off i've heard people say choke the chicken spank the monkey pet the kitty beat the meat wanking rubbing one out right but then i just started looking online right and here are just some of the ones that i found online i've never heard before and some of these are nuts okay (laughs) so we got riding the mayonnaise surf ew (laughs) buttering your muffin double clicking Celebrating Palm Sunday, downstairs DJ, squirt hockey, oozing your noodle, oozing your noodle. Oh my gosh. Um, pocket pinball, slapping the salami, two finger tango, burping the baby, making soup, manual labor, menage moi, which I really liked, and <laughs> saucing the taco. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, <laughs> masturbation is a great way to learn about your body and just learn what sensations feel good to you. And I think a lot of times 
we rush um, through masturbation, and I and and I do that too sometimes, especially like when I'm tired, um, and or I can't sleep or something like that. I just go rub one out real quick, and then I'm just done. Like turnover, go right to sleep. But I think a lot of times we rush through masturbation when we should, you know, just try taking it slow. Try slowing down a little bit. Try, you know, turning it into a thing. You know, make love to yourself. Feel sexy. Set the scene. You know, sometimes I like to get out the shower and oil myself up and have some good music playing. I like to listen to like some Alina Baraz or some SZA or some like Sabrina Claudio or something like that. Um... And, you know, have a little candle going, have a little wine. I, I like to, you know, I like to, you know, make myself feel sexy. I might put on some lingerie or a nice little sexy little robe or something like that. Um, like, I just, I love, I like, I like having sex with myself. I love masturbating. It's, it's, it's a, it's a whole thing for me sometimes. And then sometimes, this is something I recently started doing. Sometimes I like to, I like to make a video. I like to record myself masturbating. And then... When I do my rewatch, a lot of times I start masturbating again because I'm like, God damn, this look good. So, like, I don't know. I don't know if that's beneficial to anybody. I don't even know why I'm telling y'all this. But, you know, it's just something that happens that I happen to, um, like. <laughs> um, One thing that I, I would like for a lot of more people to try, um, just to change things up. Like, sex can get really monotonous if you don't change things up. If you're doing the same positions, you're doing the same things all the time with your partner. Sex can get very, very monotonous. Like, change it up a little bit. So if you've never tried mutual masturbation, definitely give it a try. Mutual masturbation is basically when y'all, when you and a partner... Um, you masturbate together and not just like over FaceTime like we've all seen and done that but like in person y'all are in in bed on a couch wherever y'all are together and y'all are, are masturbating together you might watch some porn and y'all both you know start touching yourself separately y'all might be you know looking at each other in the eyes while you do it you might be um copying their breathing pattern or their speed or you can do it in some different positions as I started looking this up I saw some different positions I never thought about it doing it in in, in some different positions besides just like staring at each other but I saw one where the male figure was laying down on his back and um the female figure was um kind of sitting on his like thigh area facing him so she's sitting up facing him and they were masturbating. And so like his dick was like right by her, um, her vulva. And they, it, it was, and it was hot and I'm definitely going to give that a try. Um, but like, you know, try it in different positions. Mutual masturbation can be really, really satisfying um, to do it with a partner. It could be a part of your foreplay. Um, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to finish off. You can just start off masturbating and then decide to go into sex. Like, you, just try some different things. And I think that that is something that is really easy to try and really easy to introduce um, to to a partner. A lot lately, I've actually heard of women using masturbation as a manifestation tool, which I think is so dope. I haven't actually tried it, but it's, it's I want to try it very soon. Um, and it makes sense because, like, the female orgasm is, like, powerful. Like, the the purpose of the orgasm for female, for women, for the, the, fem, the female anatomy, the, the sole purpose of the orgasm is pleasure. That is the only reason that it exists. Male orgasm and ejaculation exists because that's how, when they ejaculate, that's how they produce semen or that's how the semen, you know, is expelled from their body so that, you know, it can, whatever, fertilization and, and getting pregnant and all of that stuff. But for women, we don't need to have an orgasm in order to get pregnant. 
The only reason that we have orgasm is is to experience pleasure. And so if you can attach the part the part of your being that exists for pleasure, if you can associate that with things that you want while expelling that, having that orgasm and expelling that into the universe, I think that that can be extremely, extremely, extremely powerful. So that is something that I am going to start implementing into my masturbation repertoire or even just into my manifestation practices. Like I need to do, I want to do a little bit more research. And the beautiful thing about manifestation, I consider myself a master manifester, but the, the beautiful thing about manifestation is like, People ask, I've had people ask, like, does it work? And it doesn't matter if it works or not. It matters if you feel like it works. Like, and that's with a lot of different things, crystals and and sage and prayer, even for people who are religious. It doesn't matter if it actually works. It matters if you feel like it works. If you feel like it works, then it works. But that's a completely separate um, conversation. But yes, I, I, I'm definitely going to try some masturbation um, manifestation, masturbation, and all of that stuff because I think that it could be um, really good. And if nothing else, I'm going to have orgasms and I'm not mad at that. <laughs> um, one thing that I recently found out uh, within the last couple months is there is a whole masturbation community for men. Um, the bait community, the baiters. Um, they have a whole website and everything. It's it's a thing, and they have events, and they have lunchtime baits, which is like at lunchtime, noon, midday, you come to a place, you masturbate, and you leave. It's a thing. It's a whole thing, and they cheer each other on. And um, I think um, I think I've never been because women are not allowed. But if I could, I would love to be a fly on that wall. Um, and I think some, um, I think my friend told me that some guys will be watching porn, some guys are watching each other, but it's like a really like brotherly type thing. Some people are walking around in flip flops, some people are walking around with nothing on their feet, some people have on sneakers. Like it's a thing, it is a whole thing, and I think that that is dope. And they, they just cheer each other on and whatever, <laughs> whatever. But there's a whole community around, um, masturbation and I think that that is that is really really dope and there are, are people who form bonds over masturbating together I love that so much no matter what you call it no matter how you do it masturbation is beautiful masturbation is great it is it is a really nice way to really feel yourself and not just feel yourself but like really feel yourself and feel how you can make yourself feel. I think masturbation is super important for everybody. Um, and there's nothing to ever be ashamed about when it comes to masturbation. Of course, you shouldn't be, you know, jerking off in public and shit like that. But like, you know, definitely there's nothing wrong with masturbation. There's nothing wrong with sex toys. Sex toys take nothing away from from sex. I've, I've been with men who have said that they don't like it when, um, when the women use sex toys during sex because it feels like you know it, it's emasculating or something like that like no I want I can't come unless I have you know penetration generally penetration and stimulation and so I need while you're having sex which is great and you're doing a good job I just I happen to also need something on my clit because that's that's what makes me feel good um so there's nothing wrong with using sex toys. There's nothing wrong with incorporating sex toys into your, your personal practice, into your uh, partnered practice. But 
at the end of the day, it is meant to be fun. Sex is meant to be fun. Sex toys, it's called a toy. Toys are meant to be fun. So throw them in there. Incorporate them into your, your personal play or your partner play and just and have a good time. And so on that note, I'm a peace out. Thank you, y'all, for listening to episode four of the Fun Sexual Podcast. And y'all gonna hear from me again very soon.